take a breath when you meet someone or when you see someone because you have no idea what that person is going through, mm. what life they've lived, what battle they're fighting right now. Right. And just take a breath and think about that. They're a human and right. be kind. Assume positive intent. As I meet people, I want to assume that their words and their actions have a positive intent and that they're not just not my immediate thought is not that they're out to get me and sometimes that is a it, it's a conscious effort i have to make an effort to think this person is not trying to hurt me hello this is jim reynolds and angela whitbeck and you are on the christian life empowerment podcast now what we try to do with this podcast is, is come together and learn how we can share Jesus with the world, how we can do it better as a church, as people, as, as just the children of God. So one of the things we wanted to talk about today is friendship. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, friendship is, is a big thing when, you know, we're trying to start this church, right? And so what do friends mean when we're starting the church? Well, I think friends in this context means people who believe the same things, mm, mm-hmm. um, the same core principles. Not everybody has the same opinion, but our core beliefs are the same. Um, Close. We have kind of the same, the <laughs> yeah. same foundation. Yes, you know, yeah, yeah. Jesus is mm. our foundation. Exactly, yes. Um, so, and in this sense, you know, those are our friends and people who support us in this endeavor. Um, people who are going to help us make this happen. Yeah. Yeah, it's important to have friends. And, and churches is, is one of the, the places that you, you know, the, the, where you make friends. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about, one of the things we were th- thinking about talking about today was was loneliness. And, and I don't know, I was thinking about it and I was trying to think, okay, how do I talk about loneliness? Because I'm kind of an extrovert. Well, not kind of, I'm <laughs> pretty much an extrovert. extrovert. Yeah, so <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm really never... Would you say lonely? Um, because I always seem to have some place to go, something to do. But I don't know. That doesn't make sense. Maybe, maybe I should be lonely because I have to be around people and I can't be all the time. I don't know. How about you? I mean, have you ever? Oh, I I struggle with loneliness a lot, especially growing up. Um, I didn't feel like I fit it fit in anywhere. I was always wanting people to like me and felt like. Um, the people I thought were my friends had betrayed me or were just using me. Um, mm, so wow. I personally, I've, I've struggled with loneliness a lot. I remember when we first talked about this subject, I, it popped into my mind. I wrote a poem as a teenager, and I think the first line went something like, you know, uh, how can I be so alone when I'm surrounded by so many people? Uh, and it's mm. just even even if I'm in a room full of people, there are times where I feel so alone. Oh my goodness! And part of that I think is my own doing because I've I don't know, been hurt by so many people and feel like I've been betrayed by people I thought were close to me. So I tend to wall myself off. Um, if I have a problem, I keep it to myself because I don't want to burden anybody. So I, I create some of my own loneliness mm. and I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who does that. 
Yeah, I, I think you might be right. You know, in another podcast, and, and you know, not to put this on you, but yeah, you're right. You created yourself. Um, but but in, in another podcast, you know, I did a little research for and and people that you know, there's people that are um, abused as children. Mm-hmm will withdraw into themselves and create their own loneliness. And this is, you know, this is one of the big reasons you don't want to speak harshly to children. And, and because, I mean, you're, you're damaging them for life. Right. And you may, you may, Mm -hmm. because the loneliness becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. At that point. Mm -hmm. So, and uh, so you are, yeah. Uh, Wyatt is 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 making a little bit of noise today, but that's okay. He's not barking, but (laughs) the rest of Um, you get to hear Wyatt scrambling around and doing a little shaking, but that's okay. Wyatt's my dog, by the way. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's Um, that's a good thing to explain. And that's you know he's he's one of my uh, or a a not deterrent but a fix not a fix solution. To loneliness right have a pet have know. a pet he yeah. is always always happy to see me when i get home yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's not many friends you could you could leave home all day and, and yeah. then come home and they're always happy to see you yeah yeah want a friend get a dog <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know speaking of friends when you're when you're younger how do you think your friends affect you i mean do they really make a difference in in who you become or who you are you think our friends really have that kind of impact on us or do we just are we just who we are no matter what's around us oh no i'm a very big believer in environment um Mm. i guess the the nurture versus nature um theory where your environment plays a huge part in in who you become because the the kid who's abused as a child is going to become somebody completely different than the kid who had two loving parents who supported them uh, throughout their entire life. Same thing with friends. If you had friends growing up, like I did, who I would call fake friends because mm. they were only there if they needed something from me or if I was offering something to them. Hmm. Um, and yet when I had problems, they were gone, you know, no, no one, no one could be found. And I feel that that's one of the reasons why I wall myself off as an adult. And I try to be quote unquote self-sufficient because I don't want to rely on somebody who may not be reliable. Right. And I mean, I've tried, I've, I've got some really good friends now but I still sometimes feel myself not going to them when I have an issue because I don't want to burden them. It's not that I really don't trust that they're, they're going to betray me, but there's that hesitancy from, you know, all these other instances where, where I have been hurt. Mm. So I think it has shaped how I am now and how I form relationships now. I am much more cautious about who I let into my inner circle. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I am, I am just so fortunate. I mean, God is blessed. I, I just can't imagine. I had, I had loving parents. I mean, they divorced when I was 11 and there was that whole mix up there. You know, you got parents that divorce and one goes one way and go, one goes the other. But you know, they were both good loving parents. Mm-hmm. 
that you know that one of them was a little selfish was the problem but um but i've always had really good friends and you're still friends with some of the people I, that you grew up with. Right. Yeah. I just I just helped a guy yesterday. I just carried wood, took wood to his house. And, and this is a guy I've, I've known since freshman in high school, you know. Now, have you pretty much lived in the same area for most of your life? Uh, well, since I was 11, I've lived in the yeah. same area. So, yeah. that so could that's, make, yeah. that's another thing because I grew up in the South. So when you're 2,000 miles separated from somebody... Um, consistently, mm -hmm. you know, I've been up here for 13 years this, this time around, you know, I'm, I don't think I haven't talked to anybody that, well, anybody that I grew up with, but even people that I went to college with 13 years ago, um, I don't, I'm not in contact with any of them. No, no. Well, you know, but I mean, I had friends that would that would stand at my back. I mean, mm -hmm. that I could, you know, I, even, you know, back then, just, I had friends that, that would stand by me that I could trust, that I could rely on. And, you know, there were times friends did things, you were teenagers and, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, they stole your girlfriend or you stole theirs or, you know, whatever. The, those things happened. Oh, yeah. But, you know, for the most part, I, I had some really good friends. They were your posse. They were. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, that that's kind of probably helped form who I am today, mm -hmm. I believe. Because I, I, tr I trust people. I give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I mean, when I want to be your friend, I want to be your friend. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and you can rely on me. If I tell you I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And, and I... I expect that from others in a way, but, but at the same time, I realize that not everybody's as consistent about those kind of things. You so know what better, I mean? You, I'm smiling because you're better than I. I, I oh, I'm not I, better. <laughs> well, no, I'm just in that aspect because I I am the same way. I am very loyal and I feel like you asked me to do something and I'm there to help you. And I expect that from my friends mm. so you know when you say well you know everybody's not at that same level i expect to i guess receive the same amount of loyalty or whatever you want to call it as i give mm. and maybe maybe that's wrong of me because i tend to hold myself to a higher standard than others so why should why should i hold them to the same loyalty or I, I don't know it's yeah it, well friends are interesting but you know when you find those friends that that have that loyalty that mm -hmm. those are because there's friends and there's friends. friends yeah yeah you know mm -hmm. there's those people you can count on one maybe two hands right and and I don't know have you I mean you you moved a long ways mm -hmm. away from where you started so you're not in the same boat as I am but mm -hmm. But have you noticed that you've had to kind of prune your friend tree as you've gotten older? Well, definitely. It's, you know, in the beginning, I, I think as a kid, it was, I want as many friends as possible because it's, I don't know if it's popularity or you, the more friends you have, people like The you. bigger party you get yeah, to have. I I guess, mean, yes, I guess, I guess. But, um, yeah, as I get older, uh, the quality is much more important than the quantity. Yeah. And even if I don't, see a friend every week or every day um when we do get together it it feels like quality time um and we're we're connected whereas you know those 
top level or surface level friends. It kind of seems a little awkward when we get together after a long period of time or you're not right. quite sure what to say or you, you take so much time of, oh, you know, the little, not insignificant. I don't know. It's, it's just different. You, I find that as I get older, I do have less people that I, I consider real, real friends. Right. Yeah, I know what you mean. And there, well, part of that to me is that, I mean, in order to have a quotes real friend, I'm quoting with my fingers now, everybody else can't see it, but to have a quotes real friend, in order to do that, there's some investment that goes into that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't just have, call somebody a real friend and then not spend any time with them or not, mm -hmm. you know, if they need something, not be there when they need it. And, and it's hard to be there when a hundred people need you there. Right, right. You know, it's just, it, it, it's it's too hard to have that many close friends. Yeah, I was just thinking about, um, so I, uh, at, a, at a previous church, I was the uh, director of women's ministries, and I went to a leadership retreat with other women's uh, leaders, and one of the biggest things that came out of that retreat was um, the, the instructor basically said, you can't be best friends with everybody. Mm, mm -hmm. And that really kind of sank with me because I, I was trying to, you know, know everything about everybody's life and be there for everybody as a leader. And I just, I didn't have the time or the energy to do that. But I could have my close relationships with my handful of friends, really good friends, and yet still be available to make connections for other people. So I didn't have to be so-and-so's best friend, but I can connect her with somebody else who right. can be her best friend. Yeah. Kind of a facilitator, a friend facilitator. A friend facilitator, <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't go on vacation with everybody. Right, right. You know, it's just, it, it's just impossible. But, but friendships, I, I think, you know, you talk about the loneliness aspect. Mm -hmm. And it seems that, that the older people get, the more lonely per capita people get. Yeah, I mean, and I see that, and I, especially when you hit a certain age, people start passing away. Yeah. And so even if you do have 10 really good friends, once you hit a certain, you all kind of hit a certain age, uh, that number starts kind of dwindling as people pass away or move on so right and people change too yeah so you can have some really good friends and i've had this happen i i mean i had a friend a man he was my best man at my wedding i was the best man at his wedding we were brother i you know we lived in you know houses together roommates and stuff mm -hmm. like that but we, we we hardly even talk to each other now yeah it's just but yeah so you know those things happen in life mm -hmm. people grow apart Couples, friends, those are that. That's another interesting friendship where you have a, a couple that's a friend. And mm -hmm. the, you and Scott have like this couple friend that you go do a bunch of stuff with. Or we actually it... have a couple of couple friends. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's interesting. It's I mean it's been great because we love how we used to have a monthly date night where the six of us would go out. Um, what is interesting is one of those couples actually split up 
Mm, and it mm-hmm. changed the dynamic for the entire group. Mm, yeah. Um, so while we're still friends with, with all of them, we no longer really do a date night. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we do have a couple friends that we go and do things as couples with. And um, it's really great because not only can we, you know, go out and do things together, but it's kind of like a, uh, how do I explain this? They have young kids at home, so it's kind of a chance for them to uh, get away. Get away. Mm-hmm. And for us, Scott and I, I hate to say this, but you know, one of our friends told us, you're the, you're the youngest old people we know, because <laughs> Scott and I, I feel, are, we're pretty you know, low-key. But being with this other couple who actually has younger kids, I feel like their energy, we feed off of their energy and we get more excited and do more fun things when we're with them because they have the energy. Right. I don't know if they've siphoned it off of their kid or not. (laughs) (laughs) Get it anywhere you can. Yeah, yeah. So when we talk about... When we talk about starting this church, Mm -hmm. church to me is, is a very interesting mix of friends because you know normally the friends we have are people that we click with right Mm -hmm. and then that's where you get the clicks right Right, Uh, right. it's people that you know birds of a feather flock together Mm -hmm. we have common interest we you know i got friends that like to fish that like to hunt i like Mm -hmm. to fish and hunt my you know and um you know these are some of my closer friends when you get into a church it is a mixture of rich and poor, old and young, um, people with completely different interests that really wouldn't hang out at any other club together. And I call church a club, right? right. Or, or and I don't mean it that way. Mm-hmm. Or any other party. You know, if you're gonna have, yeah. if these people are having a party, these people wouldn't um, be there, yeah. right? Right, right. You know, and and same thing. It's if you know because if if a club was you know they, they usually have their interest or whatever. Well, you got people who don't even have the same interest, and so a church is an interesting place. I mean, you and I made friends. Yep. At a church. Yep. I met right? I met you at a church. And right. Yeah. And so it's it's just it's interesting as we go to start this church and we're looking at friends and and. Because I think friendship is important in our spiritual, in our spiritual walk and helping people on their spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. Right, because you're gonna, I if I trust you, um, you're my friend, and I'm having a question about God that I'm struggling with. I can come to you and ask that to you and not feel like you're going to judge me or laugh at me or mm. think, gosh, who is this girl? and Why is she going to this church? Because she has no clue. You know, I'm comfortable with you because you're my friend. And we... <laughs> is that his toy? That is his toy. Oh, that's a funny sounding toy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, but I, I'm comfortable coming to you with this question because we're friends. We're talking about the dog again, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll get okay. back to yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, anyway. so, yeah, the fact that we're friends gives me that uh, confidence and comfortability. 
Is that a word? I don't know. Comfortability? I, I don't think so. But hey, you just made it. All uh, the right. comfort yes. to to be able to talk to you about it without um, hesitating, because right. we're friends. Even if you know, I know you believe in God, and I believe in God, and that's one thing we at least one thing we have in common. Right. But our relationship as friends gives me the comfort to be able to come to you when I have questions or concerns. Um, you know, we kind of keep each other in check during church. But, and accountable. <laughs> and accountable, <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, there's, I mean, it's not easy just going along this narrow path every mm -hmm. day. And, and, uh, and yeah, that, I mean, I think that friendship, even, even if it isn't the close, uh, we're going to go on vacation or we got a, a monthly date night type of friend, um, somehow... We gotta learn to, 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 to get out of our cliques, get out of our, mm -hmm. because it, it is so natural just to kind of join together with the people yeah. that were, you know, and, and that's, and, and so to, to, to kind of get out of that comfort zone and make friends with people that we normally wouldn't make friends with. Mm -hmm. and, and, yeah, it's hard, but I think church is a good place to do that because you have at least one thing in common. Ooh, that's a good point. And that's yes. that's that's Jesus, right? Or God. Even if you have questions or you're not sure, right? If you believe in God, that's a, a base starting point. Yes. And from there, you can build and find out what other similarities you have. And I think I, one of the struggles I've seen in churches I've attended is people are all trying to be the same. Mm, mm -hmm. And I don't believe that God made us to be cookie cutter people. Mm, yes. He made us each unique mm -hmm. and different. And it's those differences that I think we can use to build each other up and to help each other grow. The similarities are great, but sometimes the differences are even better. Mm-hmm. And I, I go back to a verse, I think it's in Proverbs, where it says, iron sharpens iron. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and and so as we, because you know, we don't always have the same worldview. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have a basic worldview, but all of us come at things from a different angle, from a different background, a different experience. For instance, we're talking about your friends and my friends. Mm -hmm. I mean, so as you and I work on the friendship that we have, we're coming at this from a completely different, you know, polar opposites on this. Right. You're coming this this where you don't trust people. I'm coming this where I'm just... Hey, I'll trust you until you nail me, right, you know, type right. thing. Mm -hmm. And um, and so, and there's so many other differences people have. I mean, just different ways people look at things and think mm -hmm. about things and talk about things and believe things. Yeah. And and so mm -hmm. to to become friends and and and, and friends are. I, I think it's just so important to have your friends because loneliness is not uh, it's not healthy. It can't be. No. No. And I mean, it, it can lead to very destructive behavior. Yeah. I mean, the, the ultimate being, I think, suicide. Suicide. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, you, know, you would think that, I don't know, you look at like Robin Williams or Whitney Houston. I mean, these people weren't lonely. You know, that may not have been there. But, but who knows? Maybe they were. Yeah. 
Yeah, aside from being depressed, I mean, and I think loneliness leads to depression. Yes. And vice versa. Um, so it's one of those things where I think you always have to, I don't know, just take a breath when you meet someone or when you see someone. Because you have no idea what that person is going through, what mm. life they've lived, what battle they're fighting right now. Right. And just take a breath and they think think about that. They're human. And right. be kind. Yes. You know? And yeah. one of the things that we, we had this seminar at work, um, and our we had a new CEO and he did this thing and it was basically the the premise was assume positive intent mm, mm, and i, like I think that. as i meet people i want to assume that their words and their actions have a positive intent and that they're not just not my immediate thought is not that they're out to get me mm, or they're out mm -hmm. to hurt me and sometimes that is a it, it's a conscious effort i have to make an effort to think this person is not trying to hurt me right you know it's because most people aren't i mean but it is a defense mechanism mm -hmm. that we have that's it's kind of in a survival mode yeah. is like we first we got to say is there danger here mm -hmm. now i'm telling you when i go in to buy a car <laughs> used car salesman <laughs> for, or, or or i'm calling my insurance company right. after i wreck my car i mean i know these people are after me right, right. but the average person on the mm -hmm. street you know i think 99 times out of 100 everybody's got good intentions whether it comes out that way or not right. i but but if we can yeah you're right because I think if we can look for those good intentions, the bad intentions will stick out pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. I mean, unless they're really good con artists, and you know, and there's there's another thing with friends, um, then you got to have boundaries, right? Right, right. Because if if you don't set those boundaries, you'll have, you know, takers who keep on taking, right, um, and givers who keep on giving, and you know, there's the givers will lose in that relationship because they're con they're they're just constantly giving and not getting anything. Right. And it's not that a friendship means, you know, because we're friends. And even you, give and take, right? right. It's, no, it's no. Not like that. Um, but but I shouldn't be asking to borrow money every week. Right. 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 Um, you know, every every month I shouldn't be saying, Oh boy, can I stay at your house for a week or, mm -hmm. or something. I shouldn't always be needing stuff. Right. Right. If, yeah, I mean that because that's a that's a tough relationship mm -hmm. right there, and it's it's hard to draw those boundary lines, but uh, especially if they're old friends, yeah, you know. And a lot of times you find that when people have had, well, when people have had some some issues with alcohol or drugs, um, I'll find that with with mm -hmm. different people, but. But most of my friends, even that have had those issues, <laughs> my good friends, I, I don't deal with that. I really right. don't, mm -hmm. and so because you know. They know me. We've been friends for a long time. But. <laughs> oh, Wyatt's got the funniest sounding toys. I mean, I ought to bring it in here so you guys can really hear it. That, that is the funniest sounding toy. But dogs are good friends. So there you go. I mean, right, there go. and there's times. And he's can... making me laugh right now. Yes. So. <laughs> it's been a stressful day. Yeah. But man, I came in the door and I he put a smile on my face. 
Well, and there's, you know, there's another thing. So we, we, it's been a stressful day for you and for me. I mean, I've been, I've been stressing out because I, well, a lot of you know that I have a nonprofit organization. We do health work in India. And right now, India is just in a complete mess. Mm -hmm. The coronavirus is just tearing that country apart. And, and I, I looked at probably what, um, 900 reports today mm. and I would say three-quarters of the, those reports talked about deaths and coronavirus and people being sick with the coronavirus I mean wow. that's 600 reports that basically that I read of people dying and couldn't get into hospitals and can't get in the, the oxygen they need and and so I'm working on trying to, to set up mm -hmm. something with our, our workers and and to, to try to help some of these people that's which mm -hmm. there's really no help but I mean, so we both had these stressful days, and as we sat down, I said, well, we got to get ready for this, for this podcast, and, and I loved what you said. You said, well, that's what good friends are good for, mm -hmm. is we hold each other up. Yeah. And, and, and we, you know, there's where a friend, I think, is the most important, is when you're down, when you, um, when you think you're at the end, when you think there's nothing left, and you have a friend come up and say, hey, let me help you. You're okay. We're good. And you know that you've got somebody there with you. You're not alone. Mm -hmm. And that's cool. Yeah. That's good stuff. So what do you say to the person who doesn't have that friend? Who really feels like they are alone? Yeah. Um, you know, they there's a, a song, I think a children's <laughs> song, you know, you've uh, I've got a friend in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and I try, I, I do try to think of, of Jesus as my friend, that I can talk to him about anything. Right. Um, and I think if you don't have, feel like you've got anybody, I really hope that, that you know that God is there and he's listening. Yeah. Whether you think he is or not, he is always listening. And he, he cares about every tear that you shed and every problem that you have. Um. I think where I struggle is the balance or the line of God and friend. Mm, yes. That's because I don't want to diminish right? how amazing and powerful and almighty he is by saying he's, he's my friend. But yet, even in his power and might and glory, he is my friend. Right? And he does care about these little things that I care about. Little things. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's it's an it's an interesting concept that I I still struggle with, but I just I know that he's always there with me. So I'm never truly alone, no matter how lonely I feel. Right. Yeah, that's a great point, and it, it is hard to you know you look at some of the prayers that were prayed in in the Old Testament, the New Testament. And you look at how some of these people poured their heart out to God and even said some things that you're like, whoa, God's not striking you dead for that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but, you know, he, he didn't. I mean, mm -hmm. they, they're basically cursing God for doing what he's doing and God can take it. And, uh, and yeah, he's, you know, I think that you can talk to God as as your best buddy or as as just tell him how bad things are or whatever i mean he's the one of the only friends you can say anything to and he's still gonna love you yeah, yeah. he really is and so but you know there there's 
the human friends. He wants you to have human friends as well. And and I think friends beget friends. Mm -hmm. So if you don't think you have a single friend, find one and be a friend of them. Yeah. You know, and try to find one. And that person probably has a friend or two. Mm -hmm. And they probably have a friend or two. So if you can be a friend, eventually you can have that group of friends. Right. I, I do believe. Mm -hmm. But I'm an extrovert. So. <laughs> and it's, I mean, for me, who uh, is an introvert, I have a hard time meeting new people. But when I force myself to to get out there or, you know, to not cringe when somebody holds out their hand and says, hi, I'm Jim, nice to meet you. Right. Um, and I actually say, hi, I'm Angela. You know, it's if I make that little effort, then, yeah, I can, I can make a friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... And, and God can, and that's the thing with being friends with God, is God can change you to a person that people want to be friends with. Mm -hmm. Because some of us are a little bit, you know, porcupine, you know. Oh, yeah. Some of us can have a little bit, but but you know what? That God can, God can change us and make us, turn us into something that everybody or, or a lot of people want to love. But remember, I, I mean, everybody didn't love Jesus, right? No, in fact, he uh, he was crucified by the very people he came to to save and be friends with. And be friends with, <laughs> right? yeah. So yeah. so yeah, don't feel bad if you know it doesn't work out all the time. It doesn't work out for anybody, even God. Yeah, but um, I you mentioned it earlier. We were, I do not believe that we were created to be alone or right. to do this life alone. God created Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. He created a partnership there, a friendship. And I believe that we live life better. We are happier when we have friends. Yes. When you have somebody to share it with. Because you can have, I think you can have the best life ever. The most, more money than you could have do, to, to do whatever with. You can be so happy you're overflowing. But if you don't have somebody to share that with. Yeah, it's no good. No. No, means nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So, hey, I, I think that's a good place to stop. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we, we need to find people to share this life with because Jesus came to give us life and, and give it more abundantly. And abundant life means means good friends. So thank you for being a good friend You're and doing welcome. this podcast with thank me. Thank you, Jim. Yeah, so. And you guys out there, go find a friend. Hey, there you go. All right. <laughs> all right. I will see you all later. Goodbye. God bless and have a wonderful day. Bye, y'all.